Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweaters starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to a very, very special edition of the podcast. This is the Doddied 2023 Preview Podcast. My name is Bruce Aitchison and I'll be your host and I'm excited to be back for what is my third Doddied and hopefully you're returning. And if not, if this is your first one, welcome. It is so good to have you as part of this. At the moment, at current count, you are one of, I think, 13,000 people that has signed up. If you haven't signed up, join us because our target is 50,000 signups. Now, Dodded needed someone to create that all-seeing deity that sits above us and looks after us all. The captain of our ship, please welcome the one and the only, the carnage that is Mr. Rob Wainwright. Rob Wainwright, you absolute superstar on the Isle of Call. Are you there? Uh, I am there. I am there. Can you see me? Can you I see can, me? <laughs> I can hear you, but I can't see you. So, Rob, we will Aha. just go for it. Rob, how are you? Uh, very good. As you see, it's you thought I was in, in a pimp's jacket, but this is my dry robe because I'm just out the water, out the pond, doing some filming with the other half of the, the Dodier creation team, Ian Fraser, uh, who's been putting together another little bit of footage of uh, me screaming, basically, in some very cold water. So I'm still warming up. You've yeah. been relentless over the last long period of time to support the My Name is Dodier Foundation. Rob, where did the Dodier inspiration come from? Uh, very early a, on, you know, a I, bottle I, of whiskey. I, 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 but well, no, this was. I can't. I can't remember where I was, but I was mulling over, you know, the Doddy situation not long after, uh, you know, the terrible news he had back six years ago, and and knowing the character that was Doddy, I could see that here was a man who could really inspire uh, people to you know, to step out of their comfort zone to do things in order to change the status of this disease. And, uh, and I, and, you know, we've watched over the last five, six years, what an incredible job Doddy has done. And now, uh, this year, sadly, well, without him, um, we gave him an amazing send off, uh, two or three weeks ago. Uh, but it, the, the world does feel an awful lot emptier without him, but, but the uh, the torch is still being carried. We continue, and uh, however it started, we just I I I'd been to I I tell you what happened. I went to uh, one of Doddy's things when he was running the Thistle Suite at Murrayfield before you took over, and and we'd done some sort of event, and Doddy made everyone stand up, and he said, "Sit down if you won't pay for one of these pictures of him and use." Uh, uh, at 500 quid and everyone stayed standing up and then 
about 20 seconds later, there were six people standing up who were each paying £5,000 for one of these things. And he'd raised £30,000 in a second from six people. And I just thought, that is amazing. But if there's that will to raise, you know, to, to give money to Doddy's cause, then why don't we try and create an opportunity for everyone to do it? And, uh, and hence, it started off as Doddy Gump, and now it's Doddy Aid. It's just we're trying to get lots and lots of people. As you said, 50,000 people is our target this year. We've got a fair way to go on that. But the momentum at the moment uh, in signups is fantastic. And if we can fuel that momentum today, then uh, that would be fantastic. The last two years are tough acts to follow. But this year we've added Team Wales. Uh, whose inspiration was that? See, I am uh, oh, the wrong side. Everything's back front on a camera, isn't it? There we go. I'm supporting, sporting, sorry, the, uh, uh, the, the Scotland and, and Wales link. At, at the end of uh, last year's Doddy Aid, we rode down with a match ball to Cardiff and it was the reception we had when we went through Wales was just unbelievable. We, there wasn't much left of us. Our bodies were vaguely there. Our minds were, were pretty delirious by then. But everywhere we went, all these little villages we stopped at the school kids were all hanging over the fences cheering us singing us national anthem it was really very moving at, 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 you know when we were at our lowest ebb and uh, we just thought if they if they're gonna uh, look after a few cyclists like that how you know can we get them to join Doddy aid and and be a meaningful part and uh, it's 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 a tough gig because nobody really knows what Doddy is in Wales yet Doddy aid is so but uh, we're working at it and they're gathering momentum and uh, uh, under under their amazing captain, Scott Quinnell. Funny you should mention that. So at the moment, the south of Scotland, my south of Scotland are currently top of the leaderboard, having smashed it overnight to overtake your lot from the north and mid. So it it's it's hotting up. There, there's a lot of there's a lot of fighting talk on social media at the moment. It's fantastic. I've been watching a, a huge surge from the south, uh, you know, led from the front by by Kathy, a wonderful of her and very brave of her to, to come on and, and have a call to arms video. It, it's not her comfortable natural environment, but she did it uh, to uh, to get the south going. And what a result it's had. The south have surged ahead of North and Midlands. Now it's my my job and the North and Midlands team to change that and to to reverse us back, which is great. It's great to have a chance. We love it when the leaderboard changes. I reckon at last count, South were fifty people ahead. It was neck and neck last mm -hmm. night, and now we're fifty ahead. So I reckon. Yeah. Uh, Morvin and yourself and uh, Eve Muirhead will be beating the drum to get more people to sign up. Glasgow and Edinburgh are working hard. Sean's working hard with the Barbarians and Jason Fox and Jim Hamilton are working hard. I hear Austin Healy's now involved, so it's about to get noisy. But Wales, led by the one and only Mr. Scott Quinnell. Now, he's a he's a Lions mate of yours, isn't he? Yeah, he's... Uh, he's uh, sorry, and that's an alarm. <laughs> it's my life. Alarm's going off everywhere at the moment to remind me I've got to speak with someone else in a second. Uh, Scott, Scott, very kindly, first person you get in touch with, if you want a larger-than-life character uh, from Dan in Wales who's going to shout from the rooftops, there's only one man to call, isn't there? Uh, and Scott came up here during the last Lions tour in the uh, in the fan van, is that what it's called? That's right, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, and he came all the way over on, on the ferry and he did some uh, cold-water swimming in a pair of trunks while I was in six mils of neoprene and... Uh, <laughs> so he's going to be great. He's going to be leading the way on the Doddy Duke, uh, which is the first event for Doddy Aid this year. First of January, get out there and splash around, scream a bit in some water. Scott, he'll just take that in his stride. Nice. Well, let's let's stop talking about him and let's talk to him and bring in the one and the only Welsh and Lions legend, Mr. Scott Quinnell. Hello, sir. Hang on. <laughs> what to do now? I guess the very smallest screen. Hello, boys. How are you? Come yeah, in. very good. Great to see you. So, Scott, are you good like me? You. When you see Rob Wainwright's name come up on the display on your mobile phone, does your pulse race and you start to panic? I get all excited. I thought, what is that legend going to speak to me about now? 
It's absolutely brilliant. Uh, yeah, go. I had, uh, we went to the Isla Col on uh, the Lions Tour 2001, and uh, it was just the most amazing experience ever. And uh, it was just absolutely wonderful. Uh, until I, you know, the, the, this big hero of mine, this, this massive man mountain of a back rower who sick his hands and he sick his head anywhere. It directs it the malls, it the lightness. You know, cattle, sheep, it doesn't matter. He'll, he'll stick his hands anywhere, you know what I mean? And then uh, he said, come on, we go swimming. I'll show you where the crabs are. I'll show you where the seals are. So off we went. I had my shorts on and he stuck a full suit of, of wet gear on. And even he had a hat. This all I could, the only, I could only see his eyes. And I think it's only the fact that I threw his glasses out of the boat, uh, the fact he didn't put his glasses on as well. So, yeah, no, absolute legend. So when, you, when I was asked to do this, uh, for the great man himself, the great man Donnie, you know, the, it, was, uh, it, it was my pleasure. Uh, I'm not sure how much I'm going to do myself, Mike, because I'm the only one who, you know what I mean, I can't go anyway. When you talk about miles, the only thing I said, oh, great, I drive loads. He said, no, you can't, you, you can't do a driving. I said, all right, well, how am I supposed to do that? He said, well, you can walk. I said, you can run. I went, no, you can cycle. I went, so I'm going to have to get something that one of the kids can stick on the front of their bike. I'd be like E.T. I'd be like E.T. in the front of the bike. Does that yes. count? Does that count? You yeah, can I'm, row. I'm you can you come rowing. Row? Yes. I'm a right. I'm a right. You're all right. You live. You live on an island where you've got sea <laughs> all around you, right? I live mm. in Monmouthshire where right. there's, there's no, just no sea. I live on the top of a mountain. To, to quote a very late. famous film, I reckon we need a bigger boat for you, Scotty. Yeah. Have you heard that somewhere before? <laughs> Captain, we're going to need a bigger boat. <laughs> he got it in half as well. He should have got the boat, didn't he? Yeah. He should have got the boat. So Rob Wainwright recruits you for Wales. So you make some calls. You've got your mate Rupert Moon involved. I see Jamie Balsh is involved. Who else are you beating the drum to get involved? Uh, Oh, there's loads of Copsy, uh, Gabby, of course, uh, Phil Davis, uh, William Shaw. There's loads, there's loads of people that get involved. It's absolutely fantastic. Uh, you know, the, the more people we can get on board, the better. Uh, we stuck on, we stuck on just before 500 for a long time, but I think we're up to about 850 now. So yeah. that you know, the sooner we can get over that thousand mark, uh, the better. So what was the date? The 28th of December. We've got a few days to go. Um, I'm actually going up to North Wales uh, just so I could take. And January the first dip, so I'm going. I'm going up, up, to, up to the sea. The sea could not come to me this time. I am going to have to go to the sea. Yeah. So I, yeah, I'll be, I'll be in there. It's got the clearest waters in the whole. Apparently, where I'm going in Pushelli, around there, they send the water from there to all the sea worlds around the world. It could be totally made up story from somebody who lives in Kukeri. <laughs> it could be totally. It's probably a little bit, a bit like Peckham Springs, right? When Rod, <laughs> when, when Rod, Rodney was trying to sell the water from Peckham, it's probably a bit like that. But yeah, I'll, I'll be, I'll be in there January first. I can't wait. Rob, how good is it having guys like Scotty heading up the teams? I say having having big. Such a such a big character. It must be sad occasionally, Scott, but I've really seen it. Uh, oh, Lions tour like Doddy, you had to early, but they didn't film your as you know the way they did with Doddy, Rob Howley. How did you manage to avoid your tragic news film? Did you just was it all done behind closed doors? Yeah, it was the hardest thing. It was the, it was the hardest decision I ever had to make. Uh, it was one of those situations where um, I'd, had, I'd had a double hernia uh, earlier in the season, uh, but I'd, I'd had a couple of injections. I took painkillers to go on it. And then after five weeks of the tour, I just couldn't I just couldn't run anymore. I just couldn't walk. I, I was good going. I remember going with a couple of the boys over to a coffee across the road, and I li literally couldn't run across the road. So I went to James, uh, see James, John Jim Robson, the, the 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 doctor with Scotland and, and Lions. Mm. And I said, James, I, I just I, I just for the sake of the squad, I, I just can't do it anymore. I said, uh, I can't mm. run, I'm struggling every day. I, I can't you couldn't give me any more painkillers, I couldn't take any more anti-inflammatories. So he said, Right, come with me. And we had to uh, we had to knock the door and we had to go see Geach. And I said, Geach, 
I, unfortunately, I said I, that's to be done. And uh, that, 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 that's the hardest decision, a rugby decision I've ever had to make, is knock Keech's door mm. and tell him that I, I got to go home. Uh, because, wow, you know, I watched that test series uh, that you played in, and it, one of the great test series. And um, it was I, was, I was in a caravan down in West Wales, uh, don't feel too sorry for me. It was a lovely kind of van. It had the bar and the sky and everything in it, right? But I sat there and I thought, you know what? What what could have been? And we, we got invited to go back, but I was so distraught. I couldn't get mm. on that plane to get to go to go back to the to watch the death matches. It, it yeah, it was it, it was the toughest, it was the toughest thing I've ever had to deal with. And I've seen Doddy. You know uh, that uh, when when his knee got taken away from him, Rob Howley the week after he did his shoulder. You know, uh, mm. but then uh, that made me more determined for the four-year period to make and play in a Test match. Uh, when I played in the Gaba in two thousand and one, I was almost a full circle then of disappointment mm. getting to a Test match and playing in the Test match in the in the Gaba. So yeah, it was absolutely vital. But it was the ninety-seven was almost. The last, it was the first professional one, but it was the last one where, God, we enjoyed ourselves as well. This is for the podcast, you know what I mean? It was just absolutely, yeah. it was absolutely incredible. And living with the Lions has gone down as one of the greatest sports documentaries of all time because mm-hmm. it was the unknown then. Everybody's doing one now. Amazon, you know, they got one coming out every week, and they? But back mm. in the day, that was the one. And this is what I remember about Doddy, right? And uh, uh, when we had the terrible news, when you when when, when you phoned me uh, when I was down at the Millennium Stadium and you told me he passed away, um, that night they got home and, you know, you're looking at the tributes paid and everything. I will always remember Doddy as the guy sat in that room on Living with the Lions and said mistaken identity. That's 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 how I remember mm. that that's how I remember him. The big man, the the the, the humor, the wonderful spirit, the you know, oh my dad's out you know what I mean? That that was that that was that was him and his team, you know, his quick wittedness, his his ability to make people laugh and just sit back and go, Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I'm that good, you know what I mean? He was just brilliant, and that that to me that that that's that will always be a Woodardy. Class, I love it, Rob. I know you've got lots of other people to speak to. Are you able to give us one last rallying call as the man at the very top of this nonsense that we're about to embark on? Who? I missed that. Sorry, I, I had you know, some you connectivity. Know when you said when we came on air that Tuesday. your Wi-Fi was sorted on your island. <laughs> what a load of shit! <laughs> uh, what what worries well, me here, Scott, you, is that heads are going to roll. Like somebody's <laughs> going to suffer for this. <laughs> I tell you, he's going to suffer. It's it's. I'm just looking through the window there into the next room where my son started mucking around on his computer, and that ah. is where all the all the broadband has gone. So I've moved on to my phone. I'm back. I'm back. But um. Uh, I, I don't know what the question was, but give I was, us, I'll answer give us one, one anyway. last rallying call before you go and speak to the people no, that are that much is, more important than me. Is. No, not at all. It is uh, Doddy Aid. It's a participation event, six weeks of exercise. Any exercise, if it's crawling along your sitting room floor like Scott, or if it's riding thousands of miles like some of the nutters that I know, it doesn't matter. It's what you know, the, the dog walkers, the. Uh, they're, they're our biggest group of supporters. And have you got a dog, Scott? Five. Five dogs. Right. I've got five of them. Hell, that's five. Yeah. Wow. So uh, a kennel. <laughs> so <laughs> get out there. And the big thing we've got this year is we've got this league, uh, ability to make up leagues. You can join as many leagues as you can. So form leagues for your family. I've got one for, my, for all my family. And then former league for the Isla Col. We've got the Isla Col one we're going to be challenging, the Isla Tyree, the Isla Mull, the Shetland Islands, the Orkney Islands, the Silly Islands, and Lundy Island, but I don't think there's many people on that, to try and beat us. We've already got 
we've got 15% um, of the population of call signed up now already. So get those leagues formed up and then get in touch with everyone you know and say, we want to get 5,000 people taking part in Dodier this year and make a million pounds for MND research because that's what it's all about. It's uh, finding a solution to MND and we can't, we, don't, we can't do the science, but we can fund it. So that's my rallying call. And as awesome. soon as we finish this, I'm phoning Colony Island to get in and sort all the other <laughs> islands out upstairs. Exactly. Well, look so, at the map. We're going to beat them up. Exactly. We've only got 190 people to choose from here, so it's not going to be hard to beat us. You know, that, that's that's one village up in, in Shetland. Uh, so we're, we're, we're almost certainly going to be down at the bottom of the, the Island League, the Island Premier League, because we're going to have Premier League. The, the, the one I'm particularly fond of is is that we're trying to get uh, Ewan McGregor to set up a Jedi League. And we oh. reckon the Jedi League will be very popular, won't it? That could be that could be the, the Premier League winner, the uh, the Jedi League. Or can a, we get... A, uh, can a we... thousand miles I have done. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. Jump into hyperspace. <laughs> exactly. Rob, amazing or, to see or... you. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank uh, you. Go and, Thank go you and do more crazy efforts. things. We'll speak to you soon, my man. Thanks Good a lot. Life. Thanks, Scott. Thanks, Great Captain. to see you. Cheers, then. Good, Rob. So, tell us the truth. Rob Wainwright, mad scientist, secret agent. What, what do you reckon? What, what is all, it that's... All, all the above. Absolute, absolute head the ball. He's brilliant. He's absolutely brilliant. There's only one man who can do this to take on the challenge. You know, they say, they say to him, uh, you live on an island? Yeah, well, that's fine. Could, could you do a 500-mile bike ride? Of course, you can. You know what I mean? It's, it's, only, it's only 30 miles around his island. Where does he train? You know what I mean? It's absolutely incredible. There's a tiny, you, know, you, know, you know most motorways have, uh, have a lorry. On the inside lane, you get those tracks of lorries that go up. And if you go around the Isle of Col, which we did last year, there's just one tyre mark of bike that just goes round and round and round. He needs to start going the other way, he does. It'd be great. He's a great, yeah. he's a great man. He's an absolute legend, you know what I mean? And um, there's, there's nobody better to motivate or, or, or stand there, you know what I mean? He, he, he's a get-up-and-go sort of type of guy. He's just absolutely incredible, you know, absolutely incredible. What he's been through in his life. Uh, you know, to, to support Audi the, the way that he has and that, the way that he is and to have uh, the motivation after the devastating couple of months, uh, you know, with uh, my name is Doddy and, uh, you know what I mean, with, with the passing of Doddy, for him to have the spirit and uh, the determination to make this a success is uh, is absolutely incredible. That's, that's what mates do. Yeah, no, it, it's an amazing thing. And you, you've been rugby league and rugby union, so... Having seen what Rob Burrows and, and Kevin Simfield are doing, you'll know more about that world than I do. What are rugby league saying about this situation? Yes, well, it's, it's, it's exactly the same. Do you know what I'm it's, it, I always put at the end of most of my tweets or whatever, a rugby family. Because that's what we are with a rugby family. It doesn't matter what, what happens, who, who it happens to. Uh, we, you know, we've seen with Dodge, we've seen with Rob, uh, uh, the people coming together. Uh, you know, uh, my mate, great mate of mine, Barry McDermott. Um, you know, we've been great uh, mates with Rob Barrow. And, you know, uh, the, the things that they're doing for Rob and his family and everything, that was exactly what the family of rugby union have done. So I, it's just a rugby family. You know, it, it, it doesn't matter. It, both codes are totally different. I, I, I'm lucky enough to play both games. Both games are totally different. You know what I mean, but they're intrinsically set within the 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 rugby family because the values are the same, uh, the, the people are the same. You know, it uh, it's just absolutely incredible. You know the uh, the love that people have because it, it touches so many people. The the, the the amount of people that come up to me and say a friend of mine or the family member or somebody who knows what MMD and it is it don't don't it is the most. Awful, awful disease. It is the most awful, awful because when I saw Doddy last, he was as sharp as a pin. As sharp, he was as funny as he's ever been. His mind was absolutely incredible. And then to see you know the bo your body sort of uh, being taken away, it's just not fair. It's not fair. Uh, and you know, it's what Kathy and the family have been through. This is why Rob does this. This is Bruce. This is why you do it. This is why Sean does it. This is why we sit here 
now is because we don't want anybody else to go through this. We don't want, and the amount of uh, the, the amount of uh, money that's been ploughed into the research, the research is getting there. The research is is finding things. We we are in bits and pieces uh, all the time, and one day, hopefully, we won't have to do this. You know, we, we yeah. won't have to think that January the first we do a dossier because there will be a cure. But until then. You know, we've got to get off our asses and we've got to do something to help the people that are going through it now. Amen. Uh, being in rugby league, did you go ever thinking you'd get to come back to rugby union? No, not at all. Uh, 1994, September 1994, I'd I left. I played my last game uh, for Clashy. Um, that was it. You you, you couldn't come back. Uh, you know what I mean? It, it, the guys that had gone before, the Jonathan Davises, the Alan Bakemans, the Scott Gibbs, the Diangs, and all those guys, all the Phillipses, Moriarty's, Jones. You know what I mean? The, they'd gone and they would they they, ne- they would never come back. Uh, and I was happy. I I, I made you know I, I made that, that that commitment to Wigan. I signed a four year deal with Wigan, and uh, they were amazing, amazing people, amazing. The rugby family, as I call them, you know, because you, I walk into a place where it was, it was almost a who's who. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. It was like the Harlem Globetrotters of, of, of rugby league, you know. Um, uh, in there, you know, Vigitu Gamala had signed a couple of years before. Fran Abotica had gone... Uh, you know, but then you got the likes of Jason Robinson, who was one of the great in both codes uh, when he came to rugby union. Uh, you know, the Gary Connolly, they had uh, uh, Farrell, Betts, uh, Clark. Uh, they had um, Barry McDermott, Terry O'Connor, Phil uh, Neil Cowie. They had uh, uh, Kelvin Skerritt, Martin Dermott, Martin Hall. You know, Sean Edwards. They had, it, it was just a Henry Paul come into the squad. You know, marking a fire, one wing, robbers, and it was just, just absolutely incredible. You know what I mean? And uh, to be able to play with those guys and to be able to learn off those guys and to be, become a professional rugby player, you know, not have to go to work, get up in the morning, just think, okay, my, you know, how do I get bigger? How do I get stronger? How do I get fitter? How do I, rec- how do I recover better? You know, it was just an absolute joy. So when you got the chance to come back to Union, was that a no-brainer? No, um, it took a bit. It took a bit of thought. Um, I was in the pre-squad uh, to go to Australia with Great Britain, so you know there was um, there was no guarantee I was going to go. But I was in the bigger squad, wider squad, and then um, if I didn't go that September, so if I didn't go and play, then I wouldn't have a chance to go in the '97 Lions Tour. And luckily, Geach took a, a view that he wanted to take some rugby league players to sort of bolster the squad because, you know, we've been professional for a bit longer. And then the likes of Diane, you know, Batman, uh, Bentos, Tati, Gibbsy, Alan Bateman, you know. We, luckily, I was a part, I was, I, I was sort of in, in that mould, in that frame. Um, and I was lucky enough to get on that tour. So the gamble sort of paid off. Uh, but I was playing for Richmond, and when I came back from there, I, you know what I mean. I just it was one of those where you you know when you play for a club. When I played for uh, Wigan, that, that was my rugby league club, and Wigan is still my rugby league club. Uh, when I played rugby union, Clashy was my rugby club, and, and when I played for Richmond, I I I, I thought, thought I kind of felt I was cheating on Clashy. 
if that makes sense. You know what yeah. I mean? It, it's that, you know, when you know when people go all around the world and they kiss the badge? You know what I mean? I'd rather they kiss the wallet, at least they're on it. You know what I mean? It is... <laughs> Uh, so I took I took a forty five percent pay cut. I, I went back to Schnecke and you know I and I played the rest of my career out there. And I was I was happy. I didn't make as much money as as I could have, but you know you know my my heart and my head were saying the same things. That that's an amazing story. I I never heard that before. I love that. So you then go on the ninety seven Lions tour. I mean, I watched 97 Lions, I watched Living Lions, I've watched it, I don't know, a hundred times, wishing I was there, wishing I was part of it. But we feel, we, that generation that watched that, feel like we know you guys because of that documentary. Did you even know that the cameras were there? Was it intrusive? How did that feel? Uh, it wasn't intrusive. Uh, Bentos did enjoy your camera, I gotta be honest with you. He, he was half half player, half cameraman. Uh but it was brilliant. We you know we sort of got given the cameras to you know to, to take around and film and say so no it wasn't even when uh, I remember Shorty came in he had to have his ear syringe and we were just watching all of them talking he's having his ear you know what I mean he almost forgot that the cameras were there uh, because really you didn't know what they were filming what they were filming for because it was the first of his kind. And because it was first of his kind, it's it it's almost you know we just got on with it, you know. And I suppose thirty years later, twenty five years later, uh, would people change when cameras are out? Probably because now with social media and that, you know, what I mean, they want to make they want to make a name for themselves. They want to make a brand. They want to make a. Uh, but back then, nobody actually knew what was going on. There was no Twitter. There was no Instagram. There was no nothing. There was nothing like that. You know what I mean? You you bought you bought a video. Yeah, kids. You know what I mean? Ask your mum. Ask your ask your parents. You know what I mean? They, you put it in a VCR, and then you know you spend half a day trying to unravel it, trying to make, make sure that it didn't skip. And then you know people could watch it, and it's it's so strange, isn't it? It's it's so. I came across something the other day. I came across something the other day that was. Oh, I just wrote it out. Uh, it was it. Uh, it was a video of '98 of Scott's best bits from from the Welsh uh, from 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 playing for Wales in the Six Nations. And I went, you know, I didn't have a, I didn't have a bad year in '98, and it was like twelve minutes long. I went, what? You know what I mean? Really, really, probably those are half doubled up as well. Really, <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, it was. Uh, it it, it, it think, th- things have changed. And when you look at Living with the Lions, you can see the rawness of it. And I, I think, I think that is one of the best. That that's why it'll always be remembered as one of the best. And it looked like. You all got on. Now we hear this four into one, and now there's all the mottos, and you know, you went through team building. But at that point, as you said, it was the first pro tour, but the last amateur tour. You're mixing with, at that time, there was still a lot of English, but there was a far greater representation of the other nations, Scotland especially. How much did you enjoy that bit, getting to know players that? you'd be knocking lumps out of, and some that you hadn't because you'd been in league. How, how much did you enjoy getting to know Doddy Weir, Rob Wainwright, you know, the, the players from England, the, the Irish guy? I mean, Keith Wood looks like he was a bottle of laughs and bundle of fun. Was that how it played out for you? Yeah, well, you know, you, you, you have a look at uh, when, when the players come together. You re- you beat the shit out of each other for two, you know, for four years just to try to get on the Lions tour. Um, and then in, in that in that respect, you know what I mean. You almost when you come together, when you meet these guys that you, you're not afraid with, because now they're, they're you know they're playing in Europe and they're they're playing uh, everywhere else now. They they see each other. People are playing in different leagues. Uh, they sort of uh, you know with social media, it's easier to keep in touch with people. And back then, you know, it was you know let's make a phone call or somebody, or you, you sort of met up or you bumped into, and it was just a pleasure just 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 to see these guys to learn off. Uh, you know the, the the guys that you you, you were around, the older players in the squad, and then when you're going, when you're one of the older players in the squad, you know bringing some of the younger guys guys through. It was just it was just absolutely incredible. You know you know it's it's one of those tours that nobody. It's so special because it doesn't really get replicated anywhere else. 
You know what I mean? I, I suppose they tried to do a little bit of it in the Ryder Cup now in Europe. And they, mm, yeah. they tried to bring people in. And they do that for five days. Uh, and so if you stick that and you stick a two-month tour and you bring those people together, where you can you can actually get to know people a lot, a lot better in that respect. It's just absolutely incredible. It's, it's, it's the best. It's, 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 the, it's, it's the best of the best, and it's the best experience. And not only because of the, the, the players, because I think it's so special, because I'm lucky enough for then Fan Van uh, 2017, 2021, was slightly different, because we did it around the UK. But it's the fans that come together. 35,000 Great Britain and Irish fans coming together in one common goal is the most special thing in the world. You know, it, it's just fantastic. Because I didn't play in the Test Series in 97, 2001, where when everybody hit Brisbane the Friday before the first Test at the Gaba was almost surreal. It was all it was it was surreal because we'd been away on tour for about I don't know we've been away for five six weeks, and then all of a sudden, everybody turns up for the first test, and Steve Black, uh, we've lost Steve now. He was, he was just the most amazing man in the world. He was uh, he he was a was he a fitness coach? Was he a mental coach? Yeah. Was he a guru? Was he all that into one and much more? You know, uh, I remember he said, uh, when you know, he said, you can go up and have a walk around. He said, so we went up and walk around. When you come in, get changed. He said, we're warming up downstairs because at the Gaba, they had a little warm up area. He said, so we warmed up downstairs. And then when we walked out, there was 35,500 Great Britain and Irish fans and it overwhelmed everybody. It was just a sea of red. It overwhelmed Australia because the week after they were putting gold, wear gold for Australia and everything. They were flying around, and it was just the most amazing experience ever. And yes, one I'll, I'll never forget. And of of those guys in '97, obviously Doddy Weir was one of them. One of the things I find some people didn't really know Doddy Weir as a rugby player because times passed. He's taken on this role as fundraiser and campaigner, after dinner speaker, larger than life character. He was a hell of a rugby player, wasn't he? He was an incredible rugby player. He was um, he was one of those guys that almost defied gravity in the fact that he was very top heavy. He could run. He could get over the top of people. He could plow through people. He could get low. He could get really low and. When you played with him, it was just—it's it, it, not that—it's not that when when lifting him in that you could actually pick people up and you could actually chuck Doddy up in the air and grab his ankle so he didn't go too high. You know what I mean? And you had you almost you, you, you almost didn't lift Doddy. You almost pulled Doddy down. <laughs> you know what I mean? He was one of those chuck him up in the air, whoop, whoop, grab his ankle, pull him down again, just in case he didn't float away. Like you know what I mean? And uh, yeah, he was, uh, and he was all elbows. He was all knees. You know, he'd, he'd, he'd knock anybody out in fairness to him. And uh, he, he, but he, he did everything with a smile on his face. You know what I mean? It was absolutely incredible. And I remember playing in Scotland with him, and uh, I'd been doddied a few times. Uh, you know what I mean? Because he gets you in the corner, and you're like, like I'm six foot four, right? But my playing is I was six foot four, nineteen stone, and even he get me in the corner. And, and, you know, you couldn't leave until you finished that bottle of whiskey. You know what I mean? And then you're like, oh, but I, di- I didn't complain to I got to be honest, I didn't complain too much. Like, you know what I mean? So I wouldn't be stuck in the corner. No, no, not another one, God. Not, not another one. Yeah, we had, uh, we had some amazing times. We had some amazing uh. times. But, but, you know what I mean? It, 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 it always come back to, to his wit, his smile. His, he, he was infectious. You just wanted to be around him, and uh, apart from at three o'clock in the morning at the bar when you're trying to go to bed. <laughs> now you got to see and be coached by Jim Telfer, who obviously yeah. played a big part in Doddy's life. And everybody reckons that Jim had a soft spot for Doddy. Did you get to witness any of that? Did he treat Doddy differently? Did he was he harder on him? Was he softer on him? What was that like? You don't know. I never noticed because I was always trying to keep my head down. <laughs> Otherwise, he'd slap you with his stick, or you know what I mean, or you you get caught up in his neck. You know what I mean, and you and you you were frightened to make eye contact with Jim just in case he would explode it into a 
in, in, in the flames. You know what I mean? You go, ah, no, don't make, don't make eye contact, don't make eye contact. Because if he called you over, you, you know, you, you, you think, oh, man. And, you, you know, it's funny, like, because we had the reunion the other day. And uh, if you meet, we had, I went over, give a big cutch and everything like that. And it, Jim is the nicest man in the world. He is the nicest man in the world, right? Until he gets a whistle and is coaching gear on. And then all of a, all of a sudden, but he, but when he's coaching, when, like when you're on tour, he doesn't show you, you know what I mean? He, he doesn't necessarily want to show you the lovable side, you know what I mean? He wants to show you, he's got a stick, he's got, he looks like he's going fishing for big whales, you know what I mean? And then he, he's got his, he's, 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 get under, get under the net, smack, smack, you know what I mean? And uh, yeah, the only the only thing I'm glad about is that I was a number eight, and uh, my nails aren't too long now, because uh, yeah, I did eight between the, the front of the scrum, and he's choked in a ball into them. But yeah, great man. But I never stuck my head above the parapet to see if he was giving Doddy, you know, winks or nods or anything like that. You know what I mean? I love it. Scott, I, I think I could talk to you all day, um, but we, we want to try and target this towards beating the drum. Wales have had a little surge just in the last 24, 48 hours up to about 850. How do we get more people to sign up? Look, it's new for Wales. It's the, it's the first time we've ever had a team. Uh, we, want get, we want to get everybody involved. Uh, if you're out there and, uh, you know, if you ever met Doddy, then you'll know the passion, the pride that he brought, uh, not only to rugby, but to his life as well. And hopefully we can get you involved. And it, it, it's 20 quid. This is, this is the most amazing thing that I've ever seen. It's 20 quid. You get a snood. And I was looking for my snood to put on here earlier, right? And it was in my office, in my office somewhere. But I, the, kid, the kids have been over Christmas. I think they've nicked it. You know what I mean? Pay twenty pound, get your own snood, right? That's all I'm saying. You get your own snood. It's got a dragon on it, and and everything. It's absolutely incredible. Look at you. You're showing off now. Nobody's yeah. next to your snood, right? Yeah. So this is the one. So twenty quid. You can walk. You can run. You can crawl. You can cycle. You can paddle. You can swim. You can get. There's there's no way. As long as you can move, then you can be a part of it. I'm not going to be the one racking up 30 mile a day on my bike. I'm going to be the one taking my dog for a walk about a mile and a half, two mile, right? But that's all we need. That's all we need. If we get everybody in Wales doing it, it's about three and a half million people, right? So we can get, you know, just taking the dogs for a walk. The dogs will enjoy it. They love it. You can go for a swim, but you can sign up today, Doddy Aid, and then you click then Wales. Even if you're not Welsh, you can still call John Team Wales. Everybody wants a little bit of Welsh in them. Now's your opportunity. <laughs> Now's your opportunity to get a little bit of Wales inside you. You could be anywhere around the world in Doddy, eh? If you are longing to be a part of Team Wales, sign up today. But I've got to be honest with you, even if you don't want to sign up to Team Wales, you can sign up to any of the Doddy, eh? Because that's all we're interested in, is raising money. £20, and that's not going to break the bank. £20, sign up today, and then we'll have a little bit of fun. We'll have a little bit of competition. Hopefully, by the time you get to six weeks uh, into middle of February, you're feeling a little better. That's all you've lost is £20 in money, but maybe £10 in other stuff. I won't look, I won't look like Father Christmas when, when, when I finish this, right? So please, please, please sign up today, get involved, pick a team, and then... Get Rob Wayne right off my back. <laughs> Amen. And the other thing the snood's good for, Scott, I've only got one chin when I wear my snood. It's I'm very gonna... it's very slimming. So and it'll take you longer to grow a beard to hide your chin <laughs> than it will to sign up today to get your snood to the post. So, you know, win-win. Win-win. But as well, right, honestly... I, I, can I, I can I just tell you a story about Doddy, right? Um, the last the last time I saw Doddy, uh, and I told him probably since 2017. I tell you two stories about Doddy, right? Two th- and we could be here all day. Tech tech in, go get, press pause now. Go yourself, go get yourself a cup of coffee, right? You could be here for a long one, right? Get a case of a whiskey, even better, right? If you're watching this in the evening, absolutely. As long as you're not driving, you're not <laughs> right? So, 
I, I, uh, when, when, when Doddy in 2016 decided then to go on the 2017 Lions tour with Kathy and the boys and his family and his brother and their family, the most amazing family. They're the loveliest people you'll ever meet. And uh, he, he phoned me, he said, I'm going on the Lions tour. I was doing the fan van out in uh, New Zealand. We were traveling around. He said, Scott, I got myself a little van. And he said, we're coming around. Uh, I'll meet you somewhere. Right? And I think it was down in Wellington. Uh, I got I get the phone call. I was like, yeah, I think we're down there somewhere. And he said, uh, do you fancy meeting up? I said, where are you? I'm in the campsite. I said, right, I'll be over this afternoon. Right. So we took the van over. I said, we'll stay the night with you. Right. So I pulled the van up. I said to him, do you want to make a fuss? I said, you know, I said, because I said, love you the best. I said, that's all I'm going to do. And, you know, because you're out there, I'm going to give you a, a little hug. We're not going to talk about it. And then we're just going to have an, a, a fun time. Right. No problem. So I saw him and we both looked at each other. We ran over, give each other a hug which lasted too long, but not long enough. Not long enough by far. About a minute, right? And then we looked at each other in the eye, and we just cried. And then we just sobbed like two children, we did. We just sobbed like two. And we went, oh, we better go for a drink. Uh, and then that's what we did. We went for a drink. And then, uh, yeah, and then I met him a couple more times on the tour, and the kids, uh, oh, it was just it was just... You know, just the most amazing, amazing time spent with him. And then I was lucky enough uh, in 2001, we went uh, we went down to the lodge where, where they spent some time down the lodge. And uh, at this time, uh, Doddy was, was struggling a bit to walk. And so I, I pulled up and said, Catherine, right, right, you've got you know, a couple of bottles of wine and everything. And uh, he said, let's go for a pint. I said, what? Let's go for a pint. I said, right, no, no problem. We'll get there. I said, I've got the golf buggy. Right. So he got in the golf buggy. I was driving. And he said, right. They said, well, where are we going? I thought we were going to go on the caravan park. And he said, no, no. He said, no, no. He said, uh, up the top of the hill up there. I said, how the hell are we going to get up the top of the hill there in the golf buggy? It's okay. He said, I know people. All right. So we went out there. And he said, turn right. And as I turned right, there was a gate. And I, he said, you'll have to open the gate. So I opened the gate. And it was like something out of something you've never seen before. We were driving the top across two barley fields, right? And you could only just see the top of the, the golf buggy. And, and it was coming down. You know, you know when they, you know when people make these these rings in that in barley fields and they, they say it's like aliens. It's not, it's Doddy and his golf buggy, right? I'm telling you now. I'm telling you, there's nobody hasn't been in that golf buggy. And we were going, and we got to this A road where we had to stop. We opened the gate, and the guys uh, that were filming us, we saw, uh, we, we, uh, we, we had to stop the traffic for us to go across this road. And we went across the road, and we went into a normal field. And now we went into a normal field. We're going up this hill now. So I got my leg out the side of this, trying to go up this hill. And all of a sudden, this, this massive bull comes in, and, and we're like, oh, shit. <laughs> so we're driving, we're driving this thing very, very slowly, and I, I honestly, I think the bull winked at Doddy. I think Doddy is, you know what I mean. I think the bull went, yeah, it's okay. We got it. Crocodile Dundee. So, oh yeah, well, no problem at all. And we get up, and the farmer is up there, and the farmer opens the gate for us to go to the top. And he said, "Where are you going to the pub?" He said, "All right, up the top of the lane." So we get to the top of the, we get to the top of the lane. We just sat there overlooking Stranra up that part. And uh, I had a Guinness, and he had a Guinness, and uh, I, I, I had about two drinks of mine. He looked at me and he went, "What about me?" I went, "Sorry, sorry, right." <laughs> and I gave him, I, I gave him his Guinness, and he looked at me, and he had the most wicked, wicked smile, the most wicked eyes, and we just sat there and we had a little clink of glasses, and that is my Doddy. I I love I love I love I love him the bits, and to, to share that moment at that time with him is something that nobody could ever 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 take away. And if you're lucky enough to know anybody who's struggling out there at the moment, or you know, especially with MMD, and um, then yeah, tell them you love them, tell them that you want to spend time with them, and. Um, you always, always make those memories. And uh, that's why we can celebrate Doddy's life with Doddy A this year. We can raise some money that hopefully in two years, three years, four years, five years time, people will never, ever, ever have to go through that again.
Scott, that that is amazing. Uh, we're we're both lucky that we spent some time with the big man. There's a lot of people who are signing up and joining who feel like they know him, but they they didn't have a chance to have those yeah. more intimate moments and and their treasure. But to share them with others is is what we're here for. So thank you, and I think that's going to do a pretty decent job of getting more people to sign up. I've absolutely loved speaking to you, Scott. I hope that we get to meet in the flesh when uh, Scotland play Wales up here, and and I hope that you do a great job as captain. I'm absolutely 100% positive you will. You're an absolute gentleman, sir. Thank you so much for joining us. Bruce, you're a legend. Sign up today. Sign up today. Make sure you get your snood. And kids, whoever nicked mine, I'm coming for you. Awesome. The one and the only Mr. Scott Quirrell. What, what, what a pod to kick off Doddy Aid with. Thank you, sir. Uh, you heard the man. Get signed up. Uh, 20 quid. It gets you your snood. It gets you signed up on the app. You can record whatever it is you're doing, whether it's walking the dog, uh, rowing your boat, Swimming, cycling, walking, running, uh, come and join me on one of my training runs for the marathon. This bloody thing's Doddy Weir gets you to do. Uh, it's all in the name of Doddy Weir and to raise pennies for the My Name is Doddy Foundation to put more money towards finding a cure because, as we keep saying, it's not incurable, it's just underfunded, and we need to put that money into the bank account so that the research can happen, so the scientists can find that cure, and we can help people that are suffering and their families. I hope you've enjoyed this. Uh, there will be more. Please stay tuned on all the social media channels. You can follow Dodd You can follow My Name is Doddy Foundation. We'll be on Happiness is Egg-Shaped. I hope you've enjoyed it. I certainly have. We've heard from Rob Wainwright and Scott Quinnell, and we'll be back with more. All the very best. My name is Bruce Edgerson, and we'll see you again very, very soon. Thank you. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.